Sport on RTE Radio 1. Welcome back to Darren. Uh, good morning, Mary. One man grabbing the sports headlines this morning. That is Irish goalkeeper Cuivine Kelleher helping inspire Liverpool through a dramatic 1-0 win in the Carabao Cup final. Virgil van Dijk scored the all-important goal, a header late in extra time. That secured the win. But to be honest with you, an understrength Liverpool can thank Cuivine for keeping them in the game until that point with a string of brilliant saves. Uh, just like the 2022 penalty shootout win against Chelsea, Kelleher once again the hero. And this this time around, he was slightly relieved this one didn't go to penalties. Yeah, it's, it's hard to sum up really, obviously. These are the moments you dream of celebrating with the fans and winning a trophy at Wembley, so it's hard to describe. Well, the 2022 Cup Final was quite something for you. Does this top it with that performance out there? Yeah, probably. It's better for the heart anyway, no penalties. So, yeah. no, I think it's obviously another amazing moment for me, so yeah, I'm delighted. We won't get ahead of ourselves, but it's a great start now to give us momentum for the rest of the season, you know, winning this first trophy. Um, like you say, we've players to come back, but the young lads have been brilliant as well. So, no, we're in a good place at the moment and just keep it going, I think. With it being Jürgen's last season, does this feel a little bit different here today? Um, I'm not sure. I won't speak too soon, but obviously winning the first trophy is, is the first step. So hopefully we can win a few more as well. Yeah, the big debate about Cuevine Kelleher is, you know, why does he stay at Liverpool? He's such a good goalkeeper to be back up, uh, to be the number two and, and, you know, come in then when he's needed. But, you know, he's come in to some great big games as well, those two League Cup successes. And uh, I don't think there's many Irish players either with a Champions League, current Irish players, that is, with a Champions me League medal in his back pocket, FA Cup medal, and, you know, getting to play under Jurgen Klopp as well. But uh, certainly he's had a very fruitful career there, albeit from the bench, uh, Cuevine Kelleher. Uh, I'm sure we'll be looking to step up with the Irish setup as well. Wolves beat Sheffield United 1-0 in the Premier League and another Irish player, Adam Eda, scored twice to inspire Celtic to a 3-1 victory away to Motherwell. In Division 1 of the Allianz Hurling League, Cork held off a late fight back from Waterford to win by two points. This was an incredible game played out on Sunday Sport yesterday. Cork looked to be cruising to victory but then Waterford scored 10 of the final 12 points and they really pushed them all the way. Just coming up short in the end the final whistle came too soon I'm afraid for Davy Fitzgerald and the Waterford manager took plenty of positives from the finish but he feels lapses during the games is proving costly throughout this campaign he spoke to Jerry Canning It's just the same thing as the last two games we've played it's that 15 to 17 minutes after half time where it feels like we're just gone missing and we're giving teams too much of a go at us like we, we let Cork up 10 there and we came back and we nearly could have got something out of it you know um, we were bearing down in goal there at the end of it had a few bad wides but um, I'm happy that the fight is there I know there's serious fighting these guys and that's been questioned over a few years but um, we, we learn a lot from today 10 down I thought you were dead and buried and yet there you were if that game had gone on another 60 seconds chances are you'd have levelled the match yeah we were, we were definitely on the way through, like we were definitely going strong at the end, the same as the Clare game the last day. Um, and, and that's good. Like maybe over the last number of years, Warford would have been questioned when they went down nine or ten that they'd probably go down 15 and more. We didn't. We fought back. And I'd like to think there's serious resilience in that camp. And like we've a few guys that have to come back and make their way onto the thing as well. You know, we've a lot of guys to come back. So I only want competition and fighting for places. Naturally, we want to be in Division 1 next year. But the most important thing is that we have serious competition and that we're fighting hard. 
Yeah, Kilkenny also had to come from behind. They were six down at half time, but beat awfully by seven. Very strong win there at Nolan Park. And Wexford and Clare drew absolute cracker there as well. Antrim beat uh, Galway beat Antrim. And in the football, Derry continue their fine run in Division One of the Football League. They beat Galway by five points. Ross Common had a comprehensive and an important victory against Monaghan in Division Two. Armagh and Donegal drew the big two there. Cork beat Fermanagh. Finally get some points on the board. They won by a point. Cavan Pip Lau by a point also and Meath got the better of Kildare who have yet to win a game in the campaign and uh, looking in bother in terms of staying in Division 2 full rundown of all the results from the Hurling and Football League across the divisions on the RT Sport website now in rugby heartbreak for Italy yesterday as France and they played out a 13 a 13 draw in the Guinness Six Nations but heartbreak for the Italians because they're out half missed a late penalty would have secured a first ever win on French soil in the championship the ball fell off the tee and out half Paolo Gabrisi meant he had to just kind of rush his kick then because the shot clock was going against him when he did take the kick he was denied by the woodwork he spoke to ITV after his misfortune Playing this fixture since the 1930s, Italy with just the one previous win in France, but never in the Six Nations. Oh, and the balls toppled over. We've had enough drama. The shot clock says 10 seconds. Garbisi's got to get on with this. There could not be more drama to win it for history. Garbisi off the posts. And Murfana and France escape. We were a post away from the biggest upset in Six Nations. As you're lining up that kick to make history for your team, what are you thinking? What are you going through? Yeah, I just was. I was thinking about trusting my process. Really, um, it's 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 part of, of my job to 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 put the kick over. Uh, so yeah, I take fully responsibility for that. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry for the team because I, th- I thought they were amazing today. And, but also for all the Italian supporters, uh, that's my bad and I work on it. Oh, that is tough, isn't it? Really tough. Ed. On a, a more positive note from Irish uh, fans' perspective, looking at the table this morning, it looks pretty good. Ireland on top on 15 points, Scotland on 9, England 8, France 6, Wales and Italy both on, on 3 points. Uh, a big one coming up the weekend after next, though. In basketball, the Irish men's team lost 86-63 to Switzerland in their World Cup European pre-qualifiers. That's a real blow to their chances now getting out of that group. Irish captain Sean Fudd was the top scorer. 15 points, all three-pointers. Greg Allen spoke to him after the game. I think it just comes down to discipline at this level. Uh, you make mistakes, you get punished. I think we had maybe two minutes of tough uh, offensive possessions and then you just go down the other end and they, they're clinical. Uh, we know that we've played them uh, four times in the past two years and they're uh, just clinical. They come down, they punish every mistake you make. We struggle down the offensive end, we go down there and yeah, as I said, you're just punished. You had a good game. You you landed some crucial three-pointers. Uh, two of them at the start of the third quarter got Ireland effectively, along with another three-pointer, to within five points of the Swiss. What were you thinking at that stage? Was there a point where you could control what you were doing? Absolutely. Um, I mean, we said in the dressing room at halftime we wanted to come out and um, try the first punch, make the first run. I think we did a good job at that. Cut the game to, I think it got to five in the third quarter. And then the most important thing was probably we were stopping them, we were stopping them down the other end of the floor. But uh, I think they got hot, hit a few shots. Uh, we tried to make a few adjustments, but then I think they were just comfortable then and uh, it just was rolling from there from them, unfortunately. 
Now in the golf, Leona Maguire tied for 31st at the Honda LPGA event in Thailand. And finally, we've had late winners at Wembley. The woodwork denying some history in Lille in France, but maybe the underdog story of the weekend came in golf in Kenya. Darius Van Driel, he won the Kenyan Open, but the performance of the week came from Joe Dean. He earned his tour card thanks to a birdie on the last hole of qualifying school way back in November. He got one of the final places available on the tour, but given the global nature of it, he's found it really hard to afford to get around and, and the big cost. So after missing the cut in Doha recently, he went back to being a delivery driver with a supermarket retail chain in the UK. This is only last week. He decided to cherry pick the number of events he could play in. So he went to Kenya and guess what? He tied for second with a birdie on the final hole. So he picked up a prize of €200,000. <coughs> Not a lot in the bigger scale of golf prizes, but life changing. And I have a feeling he won't be going back to the delivery work this week. I think he's back. Thank you very much, Darren.